What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Chief, what's up, man? What's going on, Jeff? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, listeners? What's going on? What's up, Jay King? How's everything in your neck of the woods? I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. What's up with y'all, man? Good to hear from y'all. Good to... Jace, what's up with you? Not much, man. Gunner's going to be joining us at some point. Let me start with catching up on the Arrowverse before getting into today's big Arrowverse news. So Jace made me watch Supergirl. I've been kind of chilling out on it for a minute. And I watched their episode, What's So Funny About Truth, Justice, in the American Way. Now that is a take on a very popular Superman story. And it... um, Writer Joe Kelly introduces the elite, and they're this brash group of quasi-superheroes who are tired of the traditional way of taking care of crime and supervillains. They have more uh, extreme ways to deal with people. And the story was done in such a way where it's like, look, Superman may have old-school traditional values, but that doesn't make him a loser. And the elite are kind of uses this metaphor of of modern fans who thought Superman was lame because he wasn't as cool as Batman, and it showed why Superman was such a cool hero. One thing that Supergirl's done frequently is take titles, themes from Superman without really applying it in the best way. So that was the case with this one. Basically, it's, uh, okay, let's do our take on the Elite. And for the most part, that was done pretty decently-ish. Um, the Elite has a fourth member who, I don't know if that alien was supposed to be the fourth man or whatever, but on the actual team, there's a black guy, which I guess we don't need to have two black guys because why would we do that? Um, and he's a big guy, and he's like Iceman, basically, has powers, Cold Snap is his name, if I remember correctly, and basically just freezes things. So that's a unique power, certainly something that would be kind of cool to see on Supergirl, especially since they're not spending a lot of money on the Elite's costumes. And it was sort of okay, but there's still so many problems I have with Supergirl. And before I get into mine, I want to hear from you all. So, Jace, what was your take on this episode? Manchester Black is a regular dude. So he's just regular dude we have no backstory on his why he's this super fighter dude oh gosh what's what's the girl with the uh dragon menagerie menagerie yeah i didn't i don't dislike her i mean she looks a little too normal versus what was portrayed in the comic that's that's ticky tack i mean hey let's let's save our budget while we can um hat i liked i thought he was actually most uh well done one and i and it, it was just like they did just use, it was like they kind of used the concept but they didn't to me they didn't use it it was like the elite was basically showing like hey we're better i mean like in the in the, car, in the cartoon slash comic it was like we're showing you hey we're better than superman you don't need to trust this old guy we're actually going to take out these villains instead of putting them in jail if they've killed people we're just going to kill them and be done with save you taxpayers some money but in this one it was just like right why are all of the like I don't know why hats involved in this. I don't understand menagerie. It's like yeah, she'd have a beef, but I don't. I mean, there was no real revelation of why these guys are friends other than they broke her out of jail. Uh, 
And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, and, and the alien, the the random alien dude, like how he he came into the mix. I don't understand any of that. They were they didn't do anything that made him bad or worse than Superman, other than they they killed some guys who were killing aliens. All right, but again, going back to what we said the previous week, it's like if you have all of this going on and you're a regular human, what the hell? What are you supposed to do? Are you really supposed to say, hey, I trust Supergirl who blasted a satellite out of the air that was going to stop any more invasions, which we've already been invaded twice. Oh, wait, you might be trying to let the Kryptonians come and invade us this time because we know now that there's a whole planet of you guys where Superman just decided to peace out and hang out with them. So he might be in brainwashed and just like, hey, he's starting the invasion. I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, can we get Lex Luthor out of jail? bail them out and actually make a kryptonite shoe or something to get rid of all these aliens. It's not helping that the hero of this show is just like, she's supposed to show why this is a bad thing. And it's like, everybody who doesn't have power makes perfect. It's like, I'm not comfortable here, y'all. This, this sucks. Chief, what's your take on this? First of all, you were wrong. You said they don't spend hardly any money on the costumes. They don't spend any money on the costumes. I was looking at uh, Manchester's black hair. I thought they CGI'd it. I don't know what's up with that purple dude that they gave him. Well, that's what he has um, in the comic book. It's like he's yeah, got but they, purple they, hair. Did you see how horrible it looked? I mean, it just looked... It just looked it's, it's hard to have horrible, black man. hair in the light future. So, man, we go to the uselessness of Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. Um, this dude is just—I don't even know why they have him on the show. He doesn't—he can't fight anymore. He—I mean, he just—I mean, he's just—they just—he should transform into an L because that's all he does. He takes major L. <laughs> so this is—you know what I mean? This is this is him now. Then, so Manchester doesn't have any superpowers. Uh, the one dude. Whatever's in that hat is 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 amazing, and uh, the, the 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 menagerie. So when all of them get together, they always take a loss to these champs. Now mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember when they pissed off Superman, and he started whisking him away from he like he started on the moon, whisking him away, and then my man uh, transported him from the moon back to Earth. And was, he, was, he was like. Yeah, he was like, where's so-and-so? And he was like, yeah, I, I whisked him away at supersonic speed. If you listen closely, you can hear the pop. And uh, anyway, so they can be defeated by just, I mean, this is with, with a Manchester black who had powers. This Manchester black doesn't even have powers, and they're taking losses to him. I mean, he's he's coming up electrocuting people with the, remember when we were little, uh, they used to sell the little hand buzzer you put on your hand and shake somebody's hand. It was supposed to give them a shock, but it was really just, yeah. That's <laughs> this is what he's taking people out with, and I'm just like, all right, man. So he's he's got Martian Manhunter. He, he, they they you know they pretty much get away from Supergirl again. This is like uh, three times this episode they escaped her. Then. So then we go to the the, 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 the the DOA, whatever the hell this place is called. And uh, what's the name? D-O. Is 
Yes, D-E-O, yes. And so, old girl, she's talking to Lex Luthor. She's a scientist too now? Like, she was Alina? like, this used to be my, the, the, oh. uh, Supergirl's stepsister. She's like, Alex. Uh, nah, she used to do office. the science stuff there. I mean, literally, the DEO only needed to have Alex and Wynn and John because they were the only people doing anything. How many scientists slash weapon specialists <laughs> are, do you think there are out there? Like, hey, if, man. And, and, and if she was, and if she could go in there and immediately know what Lena Luther is doing. So why the hell did she do this? Like, you know what I mean? Like like she's that smart with the stuff that Lena Luther was doing wasn't even over her head. She walked in, she was like, Yeah, the the, the KO peptides are, you know, and I'm like, what? Like, come on, dude. Like, she's super. Know, I mean, come on. She just looks at a at a, a a little bit of a genome and knows everything in two seconds. She knew how to take Manchester Black down, too. Exactly my point. Yeah, Manchester Black. I'm I'm still saying he got hit with that uh, uh, 20-ton... Why are you remembering that? That was weeks ago, okay? I know, man. I know. (laughs) We got got new Manchester with a super... I mean, a Legion ring. He's going to be super. And And then, you know, you you... How do you know where to pick up your costume in jail? <laughs> so they lock you up. Somebody busts you out, and you know exactly what room your costume is in at that point. Like, you just go, hey, hold on, fellas. I mean, I've got no superpowers, but I know exactly where my costume is. Like, I, it's just, like, it's, listen. Uh, maybe Hat got it I, for him? No. How would Hat know? He told Hat. Hold on, because he had to get something. So Hat did not know. Where right. Jeff, why do you right. have to remember things, man? Come on. Somebody needs to with these yeah. shows. So, I think I when I watch Supergirl now, I don't watch it for. I don't want to say authenticity. I don't. I don't because it's no realism in anything they do now on Supergirl. I think they just they throwing a program together, throwing it out there to us, having us watch it, and they're like, "Well, this is the program. We don't care what you think." And that's it. So here we are now. We're watching Supergirl, uh, and they're just kind of throwing whatever they want at us, and it is what it is. Um, so I'm not saying that these episodes are terrible. I mean, I like the fact that my man beat the other dude with the uh, with the mask at the end. I thought that was one of the most exceptional things about the episode. I was yeah. like, okay, that, that, that's an actual thing I can see happening this episode. Somebody coming in, questioning your leadership off a brand you built, <laughs> and, and you destroying him out, off of it. But the rest of this, the rest of this thing was just, it was just whatever. Like, I don't know, if I was a dude who played John, the actor, I'd be like, I'm not coming no more. Like, yo, don't call me for no more episodes. And you know what I mean? Like, he needs to go somewhere else. He needs to go somewhere else, man, where he can actually, I mean, he doesn't phase. I mean, they just, like, nothing. So, yeah, so Supergirl, man, it is a, it definitely is a thing that tests your patience. But 
It is what it is. I mean, you know, last last season it was rain, and then the uh, the other the other uh, ones like her, and it took a took a season, and now it's just right. And now it's just no non-powered Manchester Black, and really two other Bamas. And we're 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 taking a season for for this thing here now to 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 uh you know turn into something. So yeah, this is what it is. So yeah. And Chief, right. I think you made a really good point because Manchester Black should be one of Supergirl's most formidable foes. He has no power, so he's just kinda going by off of charisma. But that only can do so much. He should be able to be a real threat to Supergirl. And since he's not, his whole his whole character is wasted. He's Manchester Black in name. They gave him the shirt. They gave him the jacket. But it's still not Manchester Black. Like, he's the dude who went toe-to-toe with Superman and has been a nuisance even without the rest of the elite. Having him with no powers dilutes his entire purpose and what he's supposed to do in terms of fighting Supergirl. And I think some of it is because they don't want Manchester Black beating Supergirl. Just my thought. Okay. Now, do you guys think this after break has been better than Supergirl last season after break? Uh, yes, because it hadn't gone off the rails yet. They've been kind of consistent with, well, Manchester Black's only but so good. And with Rain after she beat the piss out of Supergirl, then they just started going crazy. Like, uh, let's do this to wreck, to wreck Rain and let Supergirl go toe-to-toe so she can win. And let's throw in these witches and let's do all this other dumb stuff. When Rain by herself was enough to take care of Supergirl. And that's what it ultimately came down to anyway. Yeah. And a super-powered Rain who should have easily beat regular-powered Kara. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> my thing is like, if you put Manchester Black, his actual powers, it's like for the folks who saw Superman versus the Elite, we saw that Superman could beat these guys. So it's like with all of the rest of his uh, Supergirl's super friends, it's like they can beat him. I mean, like, but why do you have the D power of Manchester Black? It, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's just like other than like in your your reason, it might be the right way because it's like because he would win because Supergirl is all fists and no brains for some reason in this show. And she'd have no chance against him. And but, also, I mean, they have to make it so Alice can beat Manchester Black, too. Well, you know, that's what it's going to come down to the end. Like, somehow, Ben Lockwood will get some powers, but uh, Alex will beat uh, Manchester Black and throw him in jail. So... It's like, if they were so desperate to, to put Alex right in the forefront all the time. Why don't they just do like they do with every other sidekick character and give her powers? I mean, Alex is the one that should have some super suit that lets her do things that nobody else should do. I mean, give her, make her a low-level Iron Man on this show because they're so intent on keeping her at the forefront of the action. But it just it's not believable that it doesn't matter who she's fighting, she's going toe-to-toe with them. I mean, it's just like, come on. I mean, she fought Rain last year. Didn't she jump like in the fight this one? Didn't she jump down like three flights of stairs and yeah, didn't break I mean, her ankle? Dude, Alex I, is just amazing. But 
you know, I at least like Alex because they don't make everything about her. So she's not annoying like that. But they really do kind of go overboard with making it so Alex doesn't even need the DEO, which I think is goofy because, I mean, they're just lame. So, yeah, that that was Supergirl. Um, Javon, I know you're not tapped in with the Arrowverse, but, my man, I know you've got Netflix, and I know you have access to this show. So my, my homework assignment for you, if you are willing to accept this mission, it may not just be on this week's or next week's show, but I want you to start diving all the way into Gotham. They're wrapping up their final season right now. I think they got maybe four episodes left. The first four seasons are on Netflix right now. And that show, it starts off slow. It's like one of the few comic book shows that started kind of eh and kept getting better every season. And normally they start off really strong and then they start petering out as they go. Maybe they have a decent episode or season in the middle of the run, but it's just like, put somebody, please just, just take it out back and put it out as misery. Gotham's been the opposite and it has been a lot of fun. I'm actually mad that this is the final season because of all the stuff they've done this one. Well, let me ask you this, Jeff. Now that it has life on Netflix and Netflix is losing all of its Marvel properties, you get one more. I do, but I think that Netflix is going to be really leery of getting into bed with any established company that has their own thing because DC has their DC Universe app. And if there's such a huge major demand for it, Gotham doesn't necessarily have to be so expensive that they couldn't do something else with it on their network. Well, I was I was going to ask that question. Can DC Universe, does DC Universe alone, I mean, they're backed by Warner Brothers, right? Yep. So it comes to the production. Okay, so that, that's some decent thing to be there. So yeah, we can't expect to see anything there. Um, but do, there's another question in that. Do you think that the, the Gotham has another life on uh, the DC uh, streaming service? No, that's what I'm saying, the DC Universe. That's the name yeah. of it. It's it's not a very original name, but yes, that's their streaming service. And I think DC Universe is starting to get some buzz because people like Doom Patrol. Uh, I think more people than not who actually gave it a shot like Titans and everyone who watched it love Young Justice. So um, I think it's on the upswing. I think adding something that's already been established could be the next step to get more people to subscribe. So maybe. But yeah, man, check Gotham out. Like I said, the yeah. first season's kind of dodgy. The second season takes a second to get going. But once it does, it is it doesn't stop being fun at that point. And season four was a lot of fun and season five has just been great. Like really, really great. Like one of my favorite superhero comic T V seasons so far. Um and they don't have enough episodes to mess it up, so I'm feeling it. Uh let's see. So we also have Back to the Arrowverse, the show that got it all going. Arrow. And I watched Monday's episode, and as I was writing my review, I said, I don't know how much longer I can do this show. And I think the biggest problem with Arrow has been the writer's fascination with revolving the show around Felicity. And there's so many ways that plays out. But in this episode, it was annoying. So... Last episode, we found out that she's pregnant. And 
instead of telling Oliver because Felicity is always 100% about when you're in a committed relationship, you tell that person everything. So she decides not to tell him right away. She tells Laurel or Laurel figures it out because she's eating chocolate and she's like, well, don't tell Oliver. And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, this is the same stuff that you would get up off out of a wheelchair to walk away and just storm because Oliver didn't tell you something that you thought he needed to tell you right away. And it's just like, come on, man, how how the writers writing Felicity in such a hypocritical way. Oh, wait, there's more examples. So earlier in the episode, or I don't know, it's, it's hard to keep track of Felicity's inconsistencies. So Diggle had uh, taken their big bad from last season, Diaz, put him into this not suicide squad ghost initiative program. And with that, he put a bomb in his head to make him do this mission to find this season's big bad Dante. So instead of being secretive, which caused some cracks in team arrow last season, he goes and tells Oliver and Felicity, look, uh, Diaz is, is back in action. He's not at home. He's under our custody, and he's pulling out this mission. And Felicity goes, I can't believe you would prioritize your mission, your job, over your friends. And I'm thinking she's super high and mighty as usual and condescending and almost always exclusively to the minority characters because that's all Team Arrow is. Um, so the thing is, like, but Felicity does that all the time. Like when the operation, the mission last season was, hey, we need to find a silencer so we can track Diaz. She decided to kidnap a silencer, go rogue, and do her own thing. And there was no talk about, hey, you need to be concerned about the priority of the mission over the safety of your friends then. It was all about, I need Oliver, so I don't care about the plan that everybody else is working on. And Diaz had already proven to be super dangerous. And if Diaz is shook on this guy Dante, maybe you need to worry about him. So. Uh, they have a chance where they can get Dante and they don't and Diaz gets away. And so Diggle decides I'm going to throw myself on the sword. I'm going to resign because I don't want my wife to have to do it because our mission failed. And if you've been keeping track this season, that's the second time a black person has lost their job because of Felicity. And Felicity could care less. She's looking almost like, yeah, you better have done that because that's how you do it with me. And it's just Felicity's attitude feels so unearned. And it's just so annoying to me at this point because she's been doing this since she popped off to Raz al Ghul. Who would have killed her in the comics? It's just, so that's the whole point with her character. It's just like, this is ridiculous. And it's just been season after season of Felicity talking down to people and acting bulletproof and vulnerable and being able to get away with uh, storyline murder and yeah so i was not happy about that jace do you have anything before i get to my next point oh let's let's start here okay let's 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 go with the first point no one cares about felicity or her kids like no one cares about william and no one cares about mia smoke who just magically happened to come up and is basically come with the same sense of entitlement that Felicity has just worn like a badge of honor for the last two seasons. I mean, since Prometheus, like, I mean, sorry, skip Prometheus season and then every other season since Ra's al Ghul. Uh, 
I'm still trying. I mean, it's like she comes off as the most tone deaf character. It's like she's supposed to be super awesome, but needs to be propped up for every decision that she makes. And it's like as much as a quote unquote, she's supposedly a genius, but yet she is as of this episode, she's been given three companies by three men and she's done nothing with them. It's like she didn't make a company. It's like these billionaires are giving her the company or, and one guy who should be a billionaire since he can cure paralysis with, you know, five minutes of thought. And she's magically just like, yeah, I'm screwing that up. Like, eh, it's not, it's not that big a deal. It's like, she's, I mean, they just write her horrible. I mean, it's just like, I don't know who pissed the writer, the female writer staff off, but they are just, they're getting their jollies on killing this show. And I'm, and I, and I'm not, I'm never one like that says, Oh, you know, it's the guy, it's the, them coming off with the female lead that's killing the show. It's like any just objective person is just like, it's just that character. It's like, cause it's not Lila that's bad. Lila's like a wife. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do what, what I think is right. You know, but Felicity is just ridiculously horrible. It's like, I mean, you can, I can, I can't excuse my friend for concerning his job, you know, trying to keep friends safe. But, you know, now that Black Siren looks like Laurel, eh, I'm okay with her killing, you know, Dinah's, you know, love because, you know, she looks like Laurel and she's going to do, I'm sorry, yeah, she's going to kill, she's going to kill Vince, but I don't, I'm, I'm okay with that because she's, she's going with my mission because, you know, my mission beats all other concerns about anybody else's, you know, love or family or whatever you want to go with. And you would think that she would have major beef with Laurel because she was the one that got DS free last season anyway. Again, that was last season. I mean, it, it, it's, it's like almost like this season, it's like this show has, I don't, and I, and I admit this, I don't watch Legends, I watch Flash, and I'm, I'm going to try and get back into Black Lightning. But this show seems the worst for wear when they got rid of the old uh, old writing, the old team, production team, based on, you know, bad, you know, actually made stuff that they should have, but they, it seems like they didn't vet who these writers are and what kind of scripts they could come up with. Like, they, they almost should have been like these people. They should have been basically like, hey, you're pitching me a pilot. Like, what is, my, what is the point of the season? Not, not that you're coming in and taking over somebody else's. Like, what is the point of this season? And now it's just like, uh well we came up with uh Diaz and then uh yeah we're gonna use Diaz again and then we're gonna have you know Highlander coming and knock him off you know episode fourteen and you you've heard nothing about the dude you've never seen him before but you know that's all good I mean yeah I'm glad Adrian uh, Paul's getting some more work but that's, it, unlike Supernatural where they build a bad guy the season before. You know, you see him a little bit, you know, you don't think he's a threat. This one, they just drop him in at episode 14 to take out the guy who we never figured out why he was that important in the first place. And then I, th- I think you're probably, I don't know if you're, I'm, I'm stepping, I'm going to step on your toes a little bit, Jeff, but then you find out, oh, hey, Amico's working with the dude. It's like, we saw that before and it actually was done far better. Well, like when Prometheus and what was the girl's name, Jeff? Evelyn. Evelyn, like, that was like, oh, shoot, like, that was just dirty. This is just like, well, she's, she's been beefing with the Queens all year. I mean, 
Well, this this actually makes more sense. Like, yeah, okay. You know, it doesn't make sense. Her standing in front of uh Rob, Robert Queen's gravesite, talking to him like she's catching up and shooting the breeze. Well, I mean, now now if you look at it, it's like she's got the beef with the dude. It's like now I can I can stand on you like ha ha. Eventually, your son's gonna figure out who I am. So I'm I'm just I'm gonna get him trapped up in the web. You know, and it now makes a little more sense that she's you know this super arrow person. That she's been training with Dante, yeah, yeah, Dante since he's you know magic with a knife, so that makes well, a little more sense. That that's true. It's it's a good thing they've never done the sister turn evil storyline yeah, in Arrow. We've done the half sister. We've done the female half lead sister. Half sister. I mean, they've yeah. done this before. Thea yeah. was evil for a while. Uh, Sarah evil for a while. Laurel evil for a while. And hey, we've got her all. all she's good now. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're supposed to be like, hey, wow, she's really turned the corner because she's not willing to bu- drop a bomb into Diaz because Felicity magically can hack the unhackable brain bomb and, and can, you know, do that remotely. And also, my favorite part of that plan was the the Felicity wanted Laurel to do it. Oh yeah, that like, was that was awesome. It wasn't oh, I'm going to do it. It was, hey, you get close to him, and I'll press the button. Really? You, you've already killed people before. Why don't you just add an extra body to it? Well, shit, if that was the case, why don't you just tell Oliver to keep killing people from season one? Wait a second. Stop remembering stuff. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. So with all that said, I'm not bothering with the future stuff because who cares, Garbage. right? Anyway, so the big news today, there have been rumbling rumors and all kinds of good stuff, but now it's official. Arrow is ending after next season, and it's not a full season. We're only getting 10 episodes next season, and that should, if our math is correct, line right up with the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. And what that probably most likely means, Oliver is going to pay that debt card he uh, earned from saving or having monitor spare Flash and Supergirl. That was a big twist on the comic book crisis where both Flash and Supergirl died. So it looks like this is how it's going to all come together. Now I've been reading and apparently Stephen Amell plays uh, Arrow. His contract was up at the end of this season, but the writers were like, hey, um, could we do something else? And he was like, look, We've done a great job with this. I think we've established everything really well. He said this in a Facebook Live video, so you can check this out. But he was like, yeah, I think we've set everything up pretty well. The show can go without me. And the CW and the Warner Brothers execs had a meeting with the Arrowverse staff and Stephen Mill, And they just decided, why don't we just end the show? And because it's not Arrow without you. And we'll go 10 season, 10 episodes next um next next season and that'll be the nice bow for arrow i am this is not gonna be one of those cases where i'm like oh man remember how good arrow was i'm not like that at all i think this is a good mercy killing and tying it with crisis on infinite earth is great um arrow has been floundering ever since the season six reveal of who survived the prometheus attack um there have been good episodes since then but it's never really found its way after that point where they should have killed characters like Curtis off because they didn't matter in the long run. And 
you know, it was kind of telling when people like Paul Blackthorne, who played Quentin for pretty much all every, every season except for last one, um, or this one after he got killed off, um, Echo Kellum, who's Curtis, Willa Holland, all were like, "Yeah, we're good. I'm time. It's time to roll out." And I think it's really interesting that Echo Kellum left now because was it just two episodes ago that he was written out? And clearly they probably were like, hey, we've only got 15 more episodes. And he was like, nah, I'm good. I'm sure he'll show up for the Crisis crossover. But I just thought it was really interesting and he didn't want to stick around since the the end was near for this series. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I think Arrow's been creatively dry for many seasons now. And yeah, I'm not too sad about it going. And I think that will help clear the deck and not make some of these repetitive storylines we see carry over from show to show. Uh, they won't be occurring as often. Jace, what do you think? Man, I, when, when, when you told me the news that Arrow was going, I was like, thank you. I, I mean, this, like, from, I mean, if you take out Prometheus season, this show has been on life support for far too long beside the crossovers. And, it, it, it's just like it, it. I mean, it just, it just was creatively dead. So it was like, if I can come up with a tight ten episode season, wrap it up in the crisis. That's fine. I mean, I, I like, and I, after watching uh, Mondays, I was ready. I was ready. I'm just like, you know what? I have jumped off Heroes, How I Met Your Mother, even when I knew there was story left. I'm, and I was just like, you know what? I, I don't know if I was gonna be able to make even gonna finish the rest of the season. But at this point, when they said, oh, we're wrapping it up, it's like, okay, I guess I'm going to, I'm guessing I'm going to stick around. But it, 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 I am just like, hey, thank you. You know, I, I mean, I'm, if, and depending on how this season is, I might just watch the crossover and just call it on this show. Because it's like, they, they're going to focus a whole lot on the future uh, next season. I'm good. I don't need to see that. Just call me when crisis is here. I'm, I'm, I'll be back. It's like. For your one episode, your the uh, Arrow finale, which I'm sure is probably going to be the end of uh, the crisis. So, like, right. th- goodbye. Take All care. right. So, uh, moving away from the Arrowverse, Captain Marvel comes out this Thursday, uh, wide on Friday, so everybody can see it during the day. But this is a big movie for Marvel Studios because it's the first film featuring a woman as the headliner and main character. Uh, there have been some online people who have not been too happy about this because apparently the 20 films beforehand weren't enough. So we need to keep dominating and no women can play in our Marvel Studios sandbox. I saw the movie earlier this week. My review's up on LilesMoviefiles.com. You can read it. I don't want to talk much longer about that movie. I liked it a lot. Chief, you saw an early screening on Tuesday. What was your take on Captain Marvel? In a non-spoiler way. It was a really good movie. Uh, I thought it was right up there with, uh, right along the lines of the last Thor movie, uh, Wonder Woman. I mean, it was just real good. It was uh, action-packed from beginning to end. Um, weren't any lows in it. It had comedy. Um, and uh, 
I, I couldn't, you know, I really actually couldn't find any 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 flaws in it. You know what I mean? As far as, uh, you know, what you know what I went in there expecting and what I got. So, and I love uh, when those two match up. When I'm like, okay, I'm hoping that's going to be a good movie, and it just turns out to be a good movie. I mean, how many times does that happen? So, oh. excellent movie. Go see it if uh, if you haven't seen it. Uh, I mean, well, by the time this comes, this this episode comes out, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, you'll like it. You should like it. Anyways, I, I give it a, I give it a, a definitely um, three kookaroos up. <laughs> you know, if you kookaroo, man, you know that's a strong three endorsement. Kukuru. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, I thought it was really fun and. Definitely had me psyched up and ready for Avengers Endgame. I'll probably end up watching Captain Marvel a few more times. I think your uh, assessment was dead on. It is very much in the same vein of uh, Thor Ragnarok, where it's a lot of action, but it's funny. And I don't know if that's the new formula for Marvel going forward, but if so, I'm down with it. Because I don't need to go to the movies and be depressed. Infinity War aside, because that was a different experience, but it's kind of fun having fun watching comic book movies, and good for Marvel Studios for doing that, and I think it's going to make a lot of money at the box office, so yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Jay King. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. So, I got some good news for you. Okay. Your boy Tyrese Gibson is officially back at work in Hollywood. He's not sitting around waiting on The Rock to return any calls or emails now. He's got some gigs lined up on the big That's screen. That's all I want to do. That is all I want to do. <laughs> he will be starring in the lead role in the Teddy Pendergrass biopic. What's your take on that first? Is this going to be on BET Lifetime or um, BET Her? I think it is going to the big screen, but don't quote me on that one. Okay. Because I'm when when I saw that I, I was expecting that to be on like BT one of the BT movies like uh, 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 the new edition story or something like that. I feel like he might might be out of that range of star for them because if I think he's more that's more like a flex or AJ kind of thing. <laughs> Where it's like I don't remember Martin. you from. Right. I remember you from something kind of guys. Not not right. these who are in like blockbuster billion dollar movies. Right. So I think just because of Tyrese, not necessarily because he's I mean, at that he's top stand, tier. But he's not standalone though. Like if the if the, the the Tyrese action vehicle, what was that? The one where they kidnapped the son or something and the game was the bad guy? Oh man. I don't know if yeah. I watched that one. Yeah. Javon, you watched some bad movies. Like that's just, wow. that's just how long you know Megan, Megan Good was in that movie. Take it easy. Megan Good. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> hey, all right. I take I it, take it all back. Just, you know I've seen some stinkers, man. I've given away a lot of money to Hollywood and the music industry. In my oh, life. wait. I think I found it. Waist deep. Waist deep in, in, in dog shit because that movie was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. But, I mean... <sighs> So I, I, I'm looking at it rationally. Teddy Pendergrass, as as as, men, as much as people know Teddy Pendergrass as a feature-length film, he's not one of these iconic performers or singers, right? In our community, yes, yes, right. 
But a lot of folks don't know who Teddy Pendergrass is. I'm not just talking about millennials. I'm talking about people across the board. They may know the songs. They may know a couple of songs. But he's like Bill Withers to me in a sense where everybody knows Lovely Day, but very few people know who sing that song. You know, Javon, I think what's happened after the success of Bohemian Rhapsody, everybody's music biopic is getting dusted off. And And, and wait till Elton John's comes out. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's one of those deals where it's like, hey, let's try it. But you know what, Jeff? It's interesting because I wonder are they going to focus on the thing about Teddy Teddy Pendergrass's life that changed his life forever and was a a pretty, you know, dark and dicey dicey chapter in his life. Will they focus on that? I want to see more so than Teddy Pendergrass. I mean, good for Tyrese and, um, you know, the the state of Teddy Pendergrass because he's one of my favorite, favorite singers of all time. But I mean, there's a lot of the story we may not know that may be an interesting story. But as far as I, I think with Teddy, I don't know what kind of life he really lived outside of the music, because for one, I was too young and or well, not even born when he was, you know, in his heyday. But I think that, you know, for straight up scandal and making a, a good viewing experience in the theater, Rick James. Rick James. I wonder if that's a hell of a story to tell. I wonder if it's the state hasn't signed off on it yet. Probably. I can't imagine they'd be so willing to say we're protecting the legacy of Rick James because I mean he's been an open book and yeah. you know his struggles were out there. His struggles were out there, you know. But moreover, a Rick James has a hell of a story to tell if you look at his life. Who would be Rick James in your movie? I'm putting you right on the spot. Ooh, that's a who who could be Rick James? All right, you think about it. It's like who could play, who could play Richard Pryor? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, you Will Smith, a fortunate individual. God, yeah, we'll get into Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mike Epps. I, I think Mike Epps. You know what? He could actually. I think he has out, right. I think he'd be the. No, yeah. he's cast as it, but they haven't they haven't filmed the movie yet. They better do it fast because Mike Epps is. Starting to be, he's on the other side of 45, man. You yeah, got to tell that story. Yeah, it's starting to yeah. look like Harlem Nizer is your prior. Um, right. Chief, what do you think about this? Teddy Pendergrass, you interested in seeing this movie? Uh, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I've never been interested in. Like. I've I've liked only really I've only liked the Biggie movie, Notorious, uh, as far as you know, um, you know as far as the movies. I mean, you know they've got the they did the Straight Outta Compton, but that wasn't a really a story of their life. It was more of a a story of, of of how the group got together, so on and so forth. But usually, man, I just like I hate a biopic. You know, what I mean, they just. They don't do it for me. Um, you know, everybody's like, oh, this Bohemian Rhapsody, this, that, and the third. But, like, if you've seen them all, if you've seen one, you've usually seen most of them. You know, <laughs> they come up, humble beginnings, there's going to be drugs, <laughs> there's going to be women. Then Struggle, some, personal uh, struggle. Right, some, some personal struggle. But, hell, if, if you point the camera on any one of our lives, you know what I mean? <laughs> to, to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to go to a movie theater to see somebody's personal struggles. 
I can go right inside and close my front door and look in the mirror and be like, man, shit. <laughs> you know what, so I mean? what song of yours is playing in the background, Chief? What song of mine is playing? Yeah, that's uh, the difference. Man, drop me something from Chasey Chapman or something. You know what I mean? Fast car. Fast something. car. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I mean, like, it's just. I, I just never, I just never dug the, the too many, you know, those those biopics, man. I mean, what are we talking about here? You know, uh, like I said, you, and, and just like you know, just as I was saying, that y'all was calling it out. What happens? The same thing that happens in every biopic. They come, they get, you know, they get found, they get, they 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 they, they use, they get clean again, or they don't, or you know. And it's the same old, same old. It's every every damn musician's thing every day. Hell, every president, whatever. You know what I mean? Every billionaire. It's just the same thing. It's the same thing. It's nothing you can do about it. It's, uh, you know, it is what it is. So yes, while we out here, you know, paying money to see it, like, you know, I... I would prefer, I would even you know prefer just put out a greatest hits album on iTunes. Let me let me listen to the music again. You know what I mean? Bring back the music again. But for me to just go out and listen to your story, eh, it's not much different from my story except you picked up a guitar or, or you you could sing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's I mean it is what it is. So that's how I feel about these 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 singer bias and these comedian bias it's always the same story we all live the same lives it's just how much money is in our pocket at the end of the day so yep that's my take all right that's a good one all right everybody's favorite uh <laughs> i'm so glad you came in right when you did gunner because i'm about to get into two music topics we were talking about the teddy pendergrass biopic that tyrese Bert. is starring in so before Bert. i move on to the other stuff what's your take on that Dude, that, I've been waiting for that for a minute. The joint that's supposed to be on uh, Showtime? I guess it's a Showtime movie, Javon. Is it Showtime? I don't remember. I know there's a Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass thing coming. I thought it was a Showtime. No, I, Gunner, that's the documentary. That's already out. I recorded okay, that. So this, week. Like the, so this is like the long unsung. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the BET uh, Teddy Pendergrass story. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay, so what's this one? Like, this is like a biopic? Yeah, with Tyrese, man. He's going to have a hairpiece and everything. It's just Ray. It's the same thing as Ray, but he can see. But it's like, it's going going in theaters, or is it going to be a lifetime? I mean, I don't think Tyrese is that small to be on direct-to-video cable. I think it has to go to movies. Tyrese, man. His asking price would be skewed because of the, the... the Fast and the Furious films. Now, regardless if you look at him as the star, he's going to say, look at the box office of the last few films that I worked on. It's like, all right, all right, whatever. But, but see, I mean, Jeff, I look at it this I mean, way. I, know how to leverage, I mean, I know how to leverage certain things that I can do for business, but that doesn't make it right and true. Except for all my clients. Hi. Um, but I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, hmm, I know what, how much the movie made, but that Bama has like, small roles and that's all he's done man that Batman hasn't had an album out 
he better do this biopic. At least when Jamie Foxx did Ray, like, he had an album. You know what I mean? He had, like, a fresh album out. I think Tyrese just had an album. When? Where? He, he had an album a couple of years, like, a year uh, Yeah, the, years actually, ago. he was beefing with The Rock at the time, and The Rock called yeah. it Black Dog Shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be a huge crush of folks like, yeah, I got to see that Teddy Pendergrass movie star on Black Tide. That Bama don't even look like Teddy, man. He better grow a beard. I don't know, man. He's going to grow the beard and he's going to have the hair piece, the, that little Afro Jerry Curl thing. He'll make it work. You can't put every every black dude in a wheelchair and just be like, yo, you're going to be, uh, you're gonna be Teddy Pendergrass. Yo, Tyrese is quite dramatic. Did you see his uh, Instagrams about The Rock? I don't know. That's Bama. I don't know, man. He was quite emotional. All I know is it's not going to be a Ray. I know that because Jamie uh, Foxx can actually act. So he, he won't. Yeah. He won't be going up in the Oscars, saying right. shout out to everybody. What's up, Dwayne? Now he won't be doing that. All right. Yeah. So now, now that you're on, because I've been kind of waiting. So this week was the for people who like music. It was a bad week. R. Kelly <laughs> had an interview. <laughs> and yeah. it did not go well. He's become yeah. a meme, surprisingly. No. And no. No. yeah, it, it didn't go well. Does <laughs> thinks he protests too much? Oh gosh, I mean, you know, I don't feel like anybody ever goes. Yeah, they got me, and <laughs> they really got me. I did all this stuff. I feel like I've never actually heard that, but I feel like in his case. He has, man, I'm waiting for the CGI of his nose to enlarge as he protests. Because it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So he he is all like, yeah, I, that was not me. That's impossible. And he got arrested again today for failure to pay child support. He's trying to get that bam on everything known Dude, to man. It's, he's, it's, it's he's a rap. He's in OJ land right now. Yeah, he is. He is a rap. Look, arrested for child support of the kids he was crying that he was trying to get to know better. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's a rap. Like, I'm, I'm worried. Like, I'm a little worried for the dude, man. I ain't worried about that, bro. Like, he had that stage where he might hurt himself. Mouth. Listen, I ain't worried about that, dude. That, I, saw, I, I saw a picture of him pissing in a little girl's mouth. I ain't worried about him. I was worried about Michael Jackson. <laughs> I was not worried about him because I actually saw. All right, let's fast forward then. Let's fast forward. Let's talk about this uh, Michael Jackson documentary that surprised so many people when they watched it this week on HBO. Uh, You know, I I, know the same Facebook friend who was shocked and aghast at the R. Kelly allegations was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe all this stuff that I'm seeing about Michael Jackson," and I kind of feel like. What were you not paying attention to? Wait a minute. Is this person like 12 years old? No, man. This person went to high school with me. Oh, they lying. Like, stop it. My they lying. are like, lying. We yeah, right we didn't wreck it. Why can't you believe anything? Anything that... Look at him. Look at what he did to himself. You mean to tell me that there's something that could, could, could come out that make you say, oh, no, not Michael Jackson. Right. Now, so the real thing is there have been, I don't know what the deal is, because I feel like most people were like, you know what, 
If I never have to listen to an R. Kelly thing again, I'm good. So like on some Facebook groups, they'll go like there's a wrestling one that I'm on to. Shout out to the group. They'll put up a picture of four wrestlers and they'll go, all right, you've got to eliminate one in all of their matches, all of their everything from their career. And and some people will go like this guy, this guy, that guy, whatever. And it's like this huge thing. Right. And I feel like most people, if they had this board and R. Kelly was on the board and there was like Prince, Michael Jackson, uh, give me a, a good third one. Luther. Let's see. Somebody like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <Kyrie. laughs> hey, you said your album, his album was good. You know what? I, I did not. I did not say that. I did not say that. that was, those, those were not my words. So we put up, uh, let's say, uh, let's just say Luther and R. Kelly. I think a lot of people would be like, R. Kelly, gotta go. He's good. We could remove not his music from our playlist. Because you know why? You put up two. You put up three superstars up there, man. Like I did. I mean, I was doing it on purpose. But I feel like I if you that, go, okay. All right, all right. Here you go. So here's here's my next example. Would you? Me, like, so it's like all right. Like Aaron Hall. Like yeah, throw Aaron Hall. All right. Here here is here is leaving Nether Neverland. And after you watch that, you've got to go. Okay. Uh, you got to get rid of one artist. And you've got Aaron Hall, Ralph Tresvant, Bobby Brown, and Michael Jackson. How many people would still not pick Michael Jackson? Everybody that ever listened to an Aaron Hall album. <laughs> Don't be afraid, Gunner. I'm being clear. <laughs> Everybody listen to Aaron Hall because you know why? His love I'm is Aaron, y'all. I'm not stupid. I'm not a sheeple. And first of all, we knew about this stuff with Mike when we were in high school. You know what I mean? Well, Jeff, you were in college, and we were like, "Look, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know about this one." Then the second joint came out, we're like, "All right, well, that's a little too much." Then these two, I'm like, "Eh." But here's the thing. Here's my thing I mean, about this stuff, man. And you hold know, up. Y'all know thing on this. Mike. Y'all know I'm the biggest Mike fan, or probably like the whole crew, extended crew, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But, and, excuse me, not but, and, I ain't going to mute his music, right? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that's just dumb. Like, I'm not going to do that. That's silly. But, and, excuse me, and, <laughs> there's too many people to come out like, yo, like, you know, there was some shaky stuff about the timeline of the second one, right? Of the whole trial. So to the point where, you know, somebody killed himself or something like that right so it was all shaky the parents made him do it whatever okay fine i get that but this other motherfuckers are coming out other people that are coming out and i'm like you know me man my rule is if you got i got a rule of three <laughs> if three bamas are coming out saying yo that happened to me i don't know there's not that many people in this world that's gonna well, Corey feldman macaulay coughlin were like no he did not do anything to us. But both of them Bamas are crazy Bamas anyway. I'm sorry, y'all incredible. Um, as much as I'm a fan, I would love that. Yeah, that's right. See, they didn't. They didn't think so. Nah, them Bamas. Holy Coke is weird. Corey Feldman. I mean, come on, come on. Man. <laughs> no, I ain't even gonna go there. Come on, come on, come on. So, I think me and Lonnie were talking about this, man. I was like, look, something went down, and these two that made this documentary are the wrong people to make this documentary because they are their whole situation is shaky i'm like first of all you in court you so you're saying you perjured yourself and you spent millions of you know spent a good amount of money not millions but you know good amount of money making this thing to say i basically perjured myself two they tried to do this on court and the court and the judge was like nah this is you got no evidence like peace 
Get out of here. Now, not that every abuser has evidence, but come on, man. Like, <laughs> that's strike two right there. So, I don't know, man. There's some holes in this. But, you know, this is, like, not as many as, like, you know, Juicy Smollett's holes, but there's some holes in it. Like, Juicy Smollett got Mack trucks. This is, like, a, a Civic hole, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, there's some things that are, like, don't add up. But at the same time, I got to look at it from a bird's, from bird's eye view. That's three ba- – that's well, three cases, four Bamas right here that are, like, really public about it, right? So I'm like, eh, something went down. I, I can separate the man from the music because that dude was that great. You know, R. Kelly, I, I've said this on this podcast. I'm like, R. Kelly ain't that great comparatively. Sorry. I mean, yeah. I don't, you, I don't you, care. I mean, I dig, <laughs> yeah, that, dig it, right? But to somebody, R. Kelly is that great, right? So the same thing applies that's in wonderful. Wilson Earth, right? That's wonderful. But in yeah. real life. But in real life, hey, Gunner, but in Gunner, real life, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson is more recognizable than a McDonald's sign. Michael Jackson is more recognizable than a McDonald's sign. R. Kelly looked like the dude that <laughs> served me today at like. like right now, you sound <laughs> like the biggest Michael Jackson fan, right? And I get that. But at the same time, Even if I wasn't, there's somebody I mean, who on, feels man. the same way about R. Kelly. So both of them got some you know, shit. That's beside the point. That's beside the point, right? But we can't exonerate Michael the same way we can't exonerate R. R is just as get. Hey, look, we've seen R, right? With Mike, we it's like, seen look, Mike. That's a difference. <clears throat> yeah, because Mike, I guess, wasn't recording himself doing what he was doing, right? But here's the thing with Mike. Name me one grown man you know that likes spending that much time with little boys, man. That's what I'm saying. I'll something wait. went down. I'm not saying I'll something wait. didn't go down. I'm just yeah. saying. So something went down, I can you know. I'm just saying about separating the music from the man. Like R. Kelly, and that's the thing about it. There are people who can separate the music from the man with R. Kelly. And so that's wrong with that. As, in we, as me and you discussed in our earlier podcast, it was like, ah, yeah, that's your choice. For me, exactly. That's that's people's choice. So it's going to yeah. be across the board with that. You feel that way about him? Somebody will feel that way about R. Somebody will feel that way about exactly. Jerry Lee Lewis or whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I got my own issues with Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, you know, that dude was just one of those regular white dudes that just stole black music. He married <laughs> and impregnated his 13 year I'm not going to die on a hill for some white dude that stole black, you know, that Pat Boone, yeah. you know, black somebody music. Somebody loves, somebody will fall on a hill for, for him. This is crazy. Exactly. You know, people love what exactly. they love. How long Mike been dead? Ten years, I think they said. Ten years, man. Almost. Let yeah. it go. I mean, how many more people are going to come out against him? I mean, you I mean, basically, whether it was wrong or right, whether he did it or not, the man's re- reputation was ruined in, in 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 life. I mean, he's dead now. Let him die. And then you come in, and then it'd be silly. It'd be it's like this is not even like a like a credible story. You know what the problem with all these things get to me is the weirdness of the parents. So, in essence, if you're going after the performer in that way, you should also be going after the parents for allowing, like, you know what I mean, for allowing their children to be put in that situation. I think that's the same to me as locking your child in the car on a hot day and going in the store to shop. You know what I mean? When you put your hey, Chief, children, was it four months that they were with him? It was a I long mean, time. That's what I'm saying. They, 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 they for, like, who lets their children... So if you put your children in a messed up situation or something bad happens to them, that's on you too. 
So I think, like, while you are going after the singing, you have to bring up charges, too, on the family. That's neglect. You can't. I mean, we're sitting here, all of us sitting here, how many of us would let our children sleep in the bed with a, another grown man? And I'm, 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 I know the answer would be no. I mean, J.K. got three girls. That's not going to happen. So Hell no. when you talk, so when you I talk about this. I my three girls on the same street as R. Kelly. But I'm just saying, not even R. Kelly. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know what you're you saying. Put your kids, when you put your kids in a position like that to fail mm-hmm. or somebody to take advantage of them, that's on you. Exactly. So exactly. If, if you go to somebody's house and you know that your cousin Rufus is 17 years old and he, you know, the only bed left is, and then you say, hey, my nine-year-old is going to sleep with cousin Rufus. No. No, she's going to be right here. She's going to be right here. Y'all ain't going off together. None of that. None of that. I'm not even the same age group. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So all that, to me, is neglect by the parents. And all that, to me, should be, they should be prosecuted. A lot of these times, you know, parents would stop putting themselves in position, and a lot of these cases would go away where the singers couldn't be sued if they started going after the parents too. Like, okay, listen, we're going to go after the singers for molesting this child. Also, we're going to bring you up on child uh, <laughs> charges for, for allowing this to happen. There's no Yo. way you should have been, you should have allowed this to happen. And this shit would stop. Guess what's gonna this happen. shit would stop. Guess what's going to happen. Right. They're going to be like, well, we can't. Well, oh, well, we ain't going to get no pay. We don't get no payday now. Right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely. So, I know yeah. All I know of JK's daughters was held up and R. Kelly trapped them up. Like, I think at least five of us on this podcast would go with our friends named Smith and Wesson and then just kind of make sure shit would, would go right. Because okay. that's the stuff I just don't understand. At that point, I don't understand it. Any Michael Jackson you know, stuff. I'm like, you letting them sleep over there? Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, that's weird. But the whole like, you trapped my 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 kids. My kids. I haven't talked to Listen, in years. <laughs> y'all know I just got a ten month old mm-hmm. right now. He'll be eleven months next week. I mean, I looked at him. In the in the hospital, like yeah, I'm about to kill for you. That's it. Yeah. You got <laughs> yeah. Michael. Jackson, Michael Jackson would have to reach really whoever. I mean, he's dead, but you know, whoever would have to reach really far for that to happen. And if that happens, you know, that's I'm going to jail. I'm just going to jail. Yeah. There ain't no. I mean, there's no ifs ands or buts about it. So, like I said, like I don't know, man. There might have been some payoffs. I don't. I, I don't know what happened on the mic side, man. Because that's just there's so yeah. much weirdness over there where yeah something might have happened and he might have thought it was okay like you don't know like right. first of all he's not here to defend himself you know what I thought, Gunner, you, you, you know what I, I thought of Gunner with both of these situations right there are a lot of enablers yes you know when you're when you're rich and famous I, I guess like I'm speaking from experience but <laughs> I can imagine you make a lot you make a lot of money for a lot of people right so your happiness and keeping you happy is paramount because they want to continue to make money off of you. So a lot of your indiscretions get swept under the rug, ignored, and a lot of your 
your, your, your private deviant behaviors get indulged because that's what keeps you happy and that's what keeps you moonwalking or making uh, uh, hit records. I believe right. I can fly, whatever, right? right? When the money stops and the people start turning their back on you, that's when these problems occur. Because for what it's worth, when R. Kelly was leading a, a, a church choir and making some songs for a terrible Buzz Bunny Michael Jordan movie, he was still banging little chick little girls. This is reality. Hey, when Michael Jackson showed up to the Grammys holding Emmanuel Lewis in his arms, we kind of just said, oh, okay, he's just a central. Gunner, I know you've always been very outspoken about your love of Halle Berry's portrayal of Storm in the X-Men films. However, I'm going to go against the grain here, and I feel like based on the way Storm looked in the comic book, she probably could have been portrayed by an uh, actress with a darker skin tone. That's the random hot take I had. So, um, I know you and you and Chief watched Captain Marvel. One of the few issues I had with the film, and even though I like the actress, I didn't like that they had young Monica portrayed by a lighter skinned black girl. And you'll go on some boards and it's like, what are you complaining about? At least it's a black girl. But I feel like they kind of missed the whole point. Um, typically, yeah, traditionally. She's not like supposed to be darker. Yeah, I mean, she and is, her mother's darker. Yeah, I mean, she's you know, like we, no we know how. Right. I mean, we know how the the you know we know how genes go with the Germans and the rape mm-hmm. and the slaves and all that stuff. So in real life, yes, like I mean, you can look at my wife. Like everybody in our family is white, but black. But you know what I mean. Here she go. You know what I mean. Like this is just mm-hmm. what happens, right? But given the gene pool, but yeah, I mean, we're talking about source material and just doing that, like. Of all the things that they changed, the only thing I, I was messed up about that was that I noticed it. Don't spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, it was that and Samuel Jackson's um, uh, lineup. Okay, <laughs> dude, I saw that in IMAX. I'm sitting here like, young. Why is this? Why is this lineup uneven? This is still the '90s. We still had good barbers. He could he could have gone to a bad shop. And maybe Shield, maybe Shield didn't have anybody looking out. Right. I mean, he's the only brother in Shield, really. Clearly, and nobody in Shield was like, "Hey, man, remember he said he didn't have a wife, so she wasn't going to tell him. Hey, you need to go to a different barber." These are facts, Gunner. So he had RG3's wife. Oh, (laughs) ouch! Hey, now. So I I thought about the whole Monica thing, and I was like, "Oh, should I write this because it?" I don't know if it bothered me, but I was just like looking at the various portrayals of Storm on the big screen, and she's always portrayed by lighter skinned black women, which to me right. is more of a problem because she's from Africa. And not right. that they don't have light skinned black women in Africa, but it's like when Storm was introduced, she was black. There was no, oh, okay, is she tan? No, she's black. And like, I, don't, I don't expect to meet a light skinned black woman named Aurora. Yeah, I mean, it was like, hey, guys, I mean, okay. And again, her name is Aurora Monroe, so, you know, her parents have always been portrayed as darker skin black. Straight up darker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I always thought, you know, like the white hair and blue eyes was a different thing. So it's like, don't make her light skin too, because that's just making her like, well, this is what storms pretty, and that would help make her be prettier to people. And it's like, no, you're missing the whole point of storm. Um, but I thought, you know, all right, well, 
Marvel Studios just introduced Black Panther. And Black Panther yes. does not have a lot of light-skinned black women in in a forefront. So I was like, okay. No, so they really normally, could have done correctly. Right. It was like, eh. you know, I would have complained if it wasn't for uh, Nakia, Okoye, and Shuri holding it down for the darkest-skinned black women. But at the same time, I was like, oh. uh, okay, we're going to do this later. Uh, all right. Anyway. Now, I will say this. I will say this. At age nine, she's supposed to be nine, right? I, try, I think I caught that. I'm not Somewhere sure. Somewhere around there, yeah. Now something that is just totally not up for interpretation because it's not based off of a comic book character, but a real person. Uh, will Smith is apparently in discussion to play Venus and Serena Williams' father. If you've seen what he looks like, he does not look like Will Smith. And... Um, it's one of those deals where it's like, hey, you guys could absolutely find someone else to play him, um, besides Will Smith. And not that Will couldn't do a good job with it, but like, yeah, just like, let's, let's try to match up with the genuine article versus, you know, the deal. It was the same problem I had with Chadwick Boseman and Marshall. He didn't look anything like Thurgood Marshall. It was like, why can't you find anybody that looks more like him? Terrence Howard black looks more like him. Trying to, yeah, like Terrence Howard just throw a grizzly beard on him. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was... No, we that was barely didn't even do that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so, I don't know. So Gunnar and I talked about this. So what do y'all think about this light wash casting? Is that an issue? Does it matter? Or should we care? Uh, my, my take on it is it is an issue. If you've seen what Venus's father looked like, he's a darker hue. I mean, it's like, I mean, we know, I mean, like, there's there's people in Hollywood that look like this dude. Like, I mean, hell, you know, who's, you know the cat? Uh, I just saw him. Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo could play Venus' father. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, and I, I don't know why you need Will Smith attached to this project to make it vibe. I don't know. Is this the Venus and Serena documentary or is it the story of him? Maybe it's his, his story. That don't make no damn sense. Why do I care? I mean, no, no. Okay. So I'm saying like, if, if this is, you know what I mean? Like, no, seriously, why do I care about him? <laughs> like, I mean, look, yeah, his, his story is, yeah, you, I mean, I mean, not, not to minimize his, you know, his contribution, but it's like you're raising two very successful kids. There's a lot That's of story cool. like that. But that's your story. So why aren't you? Why? Where's the star power of who's playing Venus and who's playing Serena? Right? You know what I mean? That means they gotta have a bigger stars because, you know what I mean? Like think about. I'm thinking of a movie like what had like Eddie Murphy in it. It was like huge, right? And then you had like who you had like Beyonce and the, you know, the singers in there and Dreamgirls, right? Like you had other mm-hmm. stars, big stars in there. So that took over the whole like you know. Uh, Eddie Murphy star power, and you know that's died down a little bit. So Will Smith, I'm like, so who are you gonna have somebody bigger? Because that's a small, that should be a smaller role considering what we're talking about. Jason, I think I'm concurring with you, but I I, I don't want to sound like I'm not. I think I'm concurring with you. I want to, because I'm like, mm. <laughs> that seems weird. I mean, like, no, no, it's a story. I guess yeah, it's like if it's his story, I guess you need star power, but. I mean, just being blunt, it's like Will Smith isn't star power. It's like his star is kind of faded a little bit. So you could go with, I mean, you need somebody older and established. It's like 
I mean, like, hell, why not talk to the dude from, uh, I mean, I know he's just, uh, this is us, but it's like, why not talk to him? It's like, he, he, he at least has a complexion. I mean, you, and if you needed to be a younger version of him just so he can tell the story to him while he's teaching Venus and Serena, it's like, why not talk to him? Like, Will Smith is going to be like, he's the old version of the dude now. It's not like he's a, a I mean, Will's now in his, I mean, Will's in his like 50s. It's like, I don't think he was teaching Venus and Serena how to play. Uh, I mean, I don't know the dude's real age, but I'm thinking this dude should be a little more, yeah, I mean, we want him to grow in the story and then put makeup on him to make him look older. I'm just. I mean, Sterling K. Brown would definitely work. Yeah, that's will another fit. one. Yeah. That's a fit. No, no, that's he actually has about. star power. It's yeah. like, yeah. You, you don't, if you, everything is like, if Will said he wants to be an executive producer and wants to make, really see this movie made, okay, that's fine. But to to go with somebody who doesn't look like the dude, and then to say you need star power of a real live person, it's like, yeah, that's that is fishy to me. It's like, and I'm sure there are, like, there are kids. And, and, and going back to what I originally said, it's like there are people in our community who do not see people. I mean, it's like they don't see enough dark skinned people. It, right. It's like everybody they see is light skinned, Halle Berry. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, they, that's what they see, and everybody tells them, "Oh my gosh, you're so beautiful." It's like. But, again, Black Panther was, like, one of the first music. It's like, hey, they're leading, like, dark-skinned people, and they're being told they're beautiful. It's like, right. why? I'm like, this don't look like Silver Spring. I'm like, hey, there we go. All right, cool. Yeah, right, you know what I mean? I just went to Hyattsville real quick. And, yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, this is normal for us. But, yeah, I get you. What about Lou Gossett Jr.? I'm looking at Serena's, uh, you know, Serena and uh, and Venus. No, and I'm like, one one of those boys, Mike Coletti, I think, is Michael Williams from The Wire. Yeah, but he's dead. Yeah. No, Little no, Melvin. Is he? Not Little Melvin. Little Melvin Williams, the old gangster. No, no, no. <laughs> didn't he pass away? He passed away, didn't he? Nah. Um, what's my man? Omar from The Wire. I think that's. His name. Uh, yeah, that's what he's talking about. Yes, Michael Kenneth Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant Little Melvin. Frankie Faison is who you're talking about. No, no. Hey. I thought you were talking about Little Melvin, like the oh, gangster no. dude that was in the movie. Yeah. Of course, you were thinking about Little Melvin. Obviously, because um, <laughs> uh, um, I don't know about I don't know about Omar. He's almost he just don't, his face is just different. He looks like, like a dad. Nothing like. No, no, no. He, he, he looks more like him than Will Smith does. Yeah, he looks more like him than Will Smith does, but he still doesn't really look like him. He's like he's got a round face. Their dad's got like a longer face, but I'm looking at an old old picture. It could work, but what time frame is this movie like? It's Who knows? Unknown. I mean, it could just All I know advance is Will time. Smith is not right. It's not right. Yeah. All right. Will Smith is not right. Okay, <laughs> Let, let's move on because we're all in agreement. Will Smith is not right. Um, so going around. around Social media, I think this is just yesterday, there was a debate that Jamel Hill started um, about comic book trilogies. And the big ones that were up for debate here was Captain America or Batman, the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. So I decided, why not open this up to all the films that qualify for best comic book trilogy? And let's see if it does just come down to those two. So in the running, because there's not a lot of them that have had trilogies. 
Superman, and and nope. for the sake of this, we'll go with the trilogies that have the same actor. So the other Batman films don't count. Superman may have four, but Christopher Reeve was in all of them, and we should never count Superman four. Um, or three. Jesus. I mean, it was evil <laughs> Superman. I have a soft spot for that one, man. There's a classic moment, but if you take that movie as a movie, you're like... He's fighting a robot, Rod. That movie movie made me bad. the Lord for Superman. But that movie made me bad, but I will watch that one anytime over a lot of modern ones. Because it's just it's sentimental and it's just a, I don't no, know. We're not if it's, 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 it's if, it's, if it's on cable and there's no commercials, I'm thinking you're not. If yeah, we'll if watch you it. turn it on. Yeah, I watch it. I watch it before that damn Brandon Rothman. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that definitely doesn't count. All right, so then we've got so we've got Superman, <laughs> we've got Spider Man, the Sam mm. Raimi version. Mm. Okay, Ooh. we've got the X Men. Mm. Why is that on your list? He's going with trilogies. I'm just, just going with Marvel trilogies. I'm just throwing this out. I'm not saying. I'm just asking. Should we just leave it to Cap versus Batman? So I'm just. You just basically yelled in my. You just guys. basically yelled in my bathroom and said, "What are you? In your, you taking a shit? Yes." <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about Blade? The Blade trilogy. Mm. There you go. That's better. That's better. Okay. All right, let's watchable. I'm trying to think if I have missed any other ones at this point. Uh, But I think... I think... Iron Man. Oh, I'm sorry. Iron Man. That's what I was like. There's Iron Man and the Thor ones. There's Thor. He's now on three. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He is. I have three. Okay, so I think that's it. All right, so does any of those need to even enter the conversation? Negative. You missed the Hulk's. The early Hawks on the TV jokes. Please tell me those got to count. Luke Ferrigno. Bill I Dixon. mean, I if you would like to count them, Return I would. Return of the Incredible Hulk. With that the Thor and Daredevil Bama, movies? No, no. The, the Daredevil no. joint, the Trial of the Incredible Hulk, and the Death of the Incredible Hulk, which I guess was Natasha? I remember being disappointed with those movies when I was young. <laughs> so. but, but you put X-Men on there. But you put X-Men on there. They were in theaters. All right, so we're, now we're are we doing the second X Men trilogy? Right, because this is coming up. Uh, well, it's not out yet, so I don't know if that counts. No, no, sorry, no, they're, they're completed. They They've got three. First Class, Days of Future Past, and X Men Apocalypse. Oh, so, that's right. This is a by virtue one. of that, right. no, no, Javon, they they don't they don't even get an invite. Oh, damn. Okay. Wow. Just because right. of Apocalypse. Uh, have you seen Apocalypse? <laughs> Yes, I've seen Apocalypse. That's I've terrible, also seen X3, which is what hey, man, Wolverine. I, Why is this I was on the just list? throwing them out there. Oh, what about Wolverine? Wolverine, that counts. Yeah. I was oh, mention that. can we just not do any X Men live action movies? In there the we go. Film? All right. So the X Men don't make it. We know okay. they are dead last. <laughs> yeah. We we got we we also have Avengers. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. That's three. That's three, yeah. Oh, Avengers yeah. wins. Then X-Men's on the bottom. Uh, Avengers is on the top. Now we should just do two, three, and four. Who's two, three, and four? <laughs> That's interesting that you say that. All right, uh, Chief, uh, what's, your, what's your take on this? Does anything make the cut beyond Cap, Batman? 
Well, I, I, I probably have to agree. I mean, Avengers probably will make the cut with, along with them. Um, you know, the I think Iron Man was the first one was good. The second one was ah. The third one was garbage. Um, and the Thor movies, the first one was okay. The second one was ah, and the third one was good. All right. Like, all the Captain America movies was was good. All the Batman's were good. Um. Now you said these are heroes. I want the superheroes. Is Neo a super superhero? No. I wouldn't count him in this one because it's more of a sci-fi. Yeah, we're doing comic book, comic books. Like, yeah. When they start tapping into computers and using them in a long way, I don't consider him a superhero movie at that point. Unless your name is Felicity Smoke. I was just asking. Uh-huh. I mean, he flew. He did all these stop bullets. I was just curious. Yeah, um, no, no, that's, that's a fair point. Fair so point. Will we, we count uh, Glass, Unbreakable, and... You could count that. Oh, wow. But are they are they superheroes? I mean, I don't... They're yeah. based they on superheroes, superpowers, so you could throw that in if right. you like. Well, uh... I guess the honorable yeah, mention so, situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Those are my three. I guess those are my three. If I had three, I would give those for three. If, so which ones? If, uh, if, I would go with the, the the Cap, the Batman, and the uh, Avengers. If if uh, Guardian of the Galaxy had a volume three, I'd probably would have added them because I enjoyed true. both their movies. Yeah. So I can't wait for the third installment of them. But uh, yeah. So we'll, you know, but yeah, the rest of I mean, the rest of the movies had like it. It was like one good movie, one bad movie, like. Like Cap, Caps were all good. The Batman's were all good. The Avengers, of course, were all good. Um, and I can't think of another franchise just off the top of my head. I mean, X Men will never get it. I don't care. If you got a gun to my head, the same vote. <laughs> just go ahead, squeeze. Right. Uh, I'm like, I, 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 I'm gonna die on my feet at this point. This is what my right. life's come down to. Right. I wouldn't be able to yeah. look myself in the in the mirror. If I was like, I'm sorry, I had to say that shit. Son, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, son. I could be able right. to do it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I probably, I probably go with those three. I, I, because I'm like, out of out of all movies, I, I mean, they, they, they messed up the DC universe because really by this time they should have been a, a Man of Steel three out. Yeah. Right. Because I, I, I didn't hate the first one. I liked the first one. As a matter of fact, Man of Steel, the first one was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. A lot of people, were like, but I thought it was good. I thought that they needed to, uh, you know, we dropped the the Batman vs Superman and we dropped the Justice League, but I think that Batman vs Superman, for real, for real, should have been Man of Steel two, and then perhaps uh, something in that leads to a Batman Superman and then a Justice League. They could have, I mean, they could have really actually had two, three more movies in before they did a Justice League. Plus, you've got no future in this business. Plus, yeah, I mean, plus working the other, plus working the other characters. It was just they just they just messed the whole thing up, man. They they shat on it, the whole the whole franchise, man. <laughs> just shat it up. You, you know what I mean? I'm so yeah, disappointed, man. man. You 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 have no idea the disappointment, man, that I feel whenever I look at whenever I look at my Man of Steel uh, Blu-ray, man. I'm just like this yeah. could have been so much this more. Could have been the whole been thing. So much, yeah. yeah, it could have been a trilogy of this joint. That, like, yo, they had the perfect Superman. They found the perfect fucking person to be Superman, and then they ruined it. 
Man, let's do you know yeah. guys, you know what we're gonna do? Let's let's take a shot. All of us. <laughs> yeah, all of us. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great analogy. It's a great analogy because they were like, instead of just letting nature take its course, you eat, you take a poop, you know what I mean? They were like, no, nah, I'm going to mm-hmm. drink four cups of coffee. No, excuse me. Let me, let me be accurate. I'm going to drink three cups of coffee and just... Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so that's quick. why we don't have a Man of Steel okay. trilogy, which would have been excellent. And, and yeah. kills a connected universe of DC, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I want to look. Yeah. I want to go to Earth three where they actually did the where they actually did the Man of Steel. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what's funny though? Is, is that they really could have done that. Right? Is there? Is there? Is there? I'm under the pressure when I read comics that Central City, uh, Metropolis, all these are in the same on the same Earth, and. Uh, so they're not. Uh, they no, are. no. I mean, they are. They just because so of the why, silly why setup. The they didn't. Shows, why the TV shows are they on different Earths? Because she was no originally sense. on CBS Earth. That's who cares. Hey, we got. That's we got, we, got, we, got, we, we, got fix we have. I think they're going to fix it in crisis. Yeah. I think they're gonna fix it in crisis. This is what crisis is supposed to do for comics. So of course they're gonna be like, you know what we're gonna do. They probably planned this out as soon as they moved it to CW. They're like, you're going to have to do a crisis at some point. We're going to put Black Lightning and then have them team Black up with Green Arrow. On a token world. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, I know. Like, Black Lightning is on a token world. That's what it feels like. I'm like, what the? What? Why are you? What? At least he's not on Legends world, Gunner. Look. Mm-hmm. But Legends is supposed to be in there, you know, in the same universe. So yeah, like, they're whatever. supposed to be getting canceled soon, too. Oh, they decided to cancel it? Uh, they they may be uh, sizing up next. My buddy told me when they revealed that Arrow, because he tipped me off that Arrow may be uh, getting the announcement soon, that Legends is on that list too. So, yeah. Yes. But Arrow, Arrow when fall to fell. I told you Arrow fell off this, week cause of this season because I'm like, if y'all flash forward, I don't know where you're going anymore. Or they did the flash back was a great effect. So they're trying to use that effect for some BS. And I'm like, <laughs> like I don't just don't care. Do you know when the last time I saw that? I saw that joint before the fall, before the break, and I just haven't oh, gotten man. back to it, man. You missed like, so much. Care. You missed so much. Don't lie to that boy. Don't care. All right, Jay. <laughs> Jay, you. did you go Thank through you, your three? No. All right, what's yours? <laughs> All right. Uh, Cap trilogy is. I'm thinking I gotta go with that. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with number that Cap trilogy is number one because Winter Soldier and Civil War were phenomenal movies, and they they actually kind of went on a nice trajectory of like topping each one, topping in the last one. Batman was, I, th- I think, as I said, like Batman, uh, the Return of the Dark Knight got messed up because of the shooting and that still kind of sits in my head unfortunately um but i i, I like I, I i especially like when they actually redubbed uh bane in there but that that that's what i think that's what takes that one down avengers would avengers is number three like but i always kind of like yeah i'm not really sure i like i mean i, I would have liked probably a longer cut of age of ultron 
and also having I me mean, not having Hank Pym kind of in that kind of always knocks that a little bit to me. But I, I think those those are my one, two, and three. Iron Man is kind of three. Iron Man three is garbage. Just like there's no way around that. And uh, the, the Wolverine uh, trilogy. If it was two, I'd have been fine. But Logan, I don't care what anybody says. That movie is garbage. And I'm sorry for yelling in your ear, people, and for for effect. But I hated that movie. Hated, hated, hated that movie. I was really disappointed. I I think we drove out in snow to watch that crap. And I still, it's like, and it's like I had this like chair that was vibrating with every freaking action scene. I literally wanted to throw the chair at the screen. For Mason Weeks, two hours watching that movie. So I think, it's, yeah. I think it was a lot longer than two hours. Um, Javon, did we go on your list? Uh, no. <clears throat> All right, what you got? Uh, I, I gotta go with Batman. I gotta go with Nolan's Batman. All right, why? Um, very simple. The middle film in that trilogy is the best comic book movie of all time. You, aside from, look, if he had Heath Ledger not died, th- this wasn't the post-Thomas Oscar because of, no, he won that because of the merit of what he did. That was a comic book movie, folks. So the debate on whether or not these movies should be taken seriously in Oscar contention didn't start with Black Panther or the Avengers. It started there. That was an epic movie. That's why you, The Dark Knight is why you go to the movies, in my opinion. That movie was why you go to the movies. Um, I've liked a lot of the trilogies, um, the trilogy of uh, <clears throat> comic book movies that, that we have. Um, I like the first Iron Man, but the la- the two, when I saw Mickey Rourke with a parrot on his uh, shoulder <laughs> with, the, with the electric whips, I was like, yeah, I'm done. You lost me. You lost me out the gate. The 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 fighting Monaco. Nah, it was good. You whipped the rolls. That preview pulled the hell of us. That preview. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. That preview was a joint. Cause when you saw Mickey Ward whip them whiplash joints, I'm like, oh man, that's probably like that's the whiplash. Last scene of the I was movie. like, okay, all right. That's the last scene of the movie, man. Them. They gonna have a whole joint. Nah, that was like the first scene of that Batman. That was the first scene. Yeah. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, and three was we have no idea what to do with this, folks. We got no idea where we're going. This is what we got. Iron more Man, suits. more suits. We're gonna have this kid team. We have this kid in this garage for like at least thirty minutes of this movie, forty-five, because he had an actual like action role. I'm like, I don't care about this kid. No one cares about this kid. This kid ain't even in the comics. Like, why don't they, why don't they bring the, the kid? See, it would be funny if like they brought the kid back. For Infinity War, and he's the one who solves it all. Something, something. Oh, right? Captain Marvel no, has to it'd save have been the day. Better. It'd have been better if it was like yeah. you know the black chick in the comic books. Nah, she yeah. wasn't even around then. She wasn't even around yet, but still, it would have been yeah. I know. Um, God, uh, I love Cap. Caps, Cap, Cap One was dope. I like all the Caps, but the first one is the best one to me in that. Okay. I can. Um, Winter Soldier was really good, but at the end, I kind of I, it just didn't grab me as as much as the the, the uh, Batman. Thor, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like the I, first Thor was just okay. They just made a Thor movie to me. Um, mm-hmm. The second one was meh. The third one was they got me again. Ragnarok was funny. 
Ragnarok was is probably Ragnarok and 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 Guardians is what gave Marvel the commu- the comedic edge to me because they're funny movies outside of the the, the action they're just funny movies mm-hmm. you'll laugh at when you watch them um and God uh of course the first what? Superman trilogy holds near and dear to everybody's heart you know those of us who grew up in that era because you know. God, it's just the nostalgia fact alone. But by the time we got the three, man, we didn't need Richard Pryor. We didn't need Richard Pryor. We didn't need, yeah, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. We didn't need bad Superman. It, it, it just, it ruins it. And that's my problem with some of these trilogies, man. They don't hold up. And you can say what you want about the, the what was it, the last one, Dark Knight Rises. I, I really liked it, even though it was kind of stupid in some regard. Mm-hmm. It was still nothing really took you out of the movie. Okay, so I'm going to explain. I'm not going to go into all of them, but I'm going to tell you why I put Captain America as my number one of these. Hmm. So, Batman Begins has Katie Holmes in a pivotal role, hmm. and hmm. I did not like how in Dark Dark Knight Rises, beyond the unoriginal title that Batman hadn't done anything since Dark Knight. That was that to me you said didn't take you out of the movie. But for me I'm like, what the heck was he doing all that time? He's Batman. He's not gonna sit back, well, they don't like me anymore. I'm not gonna do anything. He's gonna keep going out there. I mean that was the whole premise of the ending of Dark Knight. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm gonna be the face so everybody so Harvey can keep his good name and I'll just keep doing my stuff. That didn't mean I'm gonna go retire. He's like an old, decrepit Batman by the time Bane shows up. And it's like, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and retires. So I mean, they, they were trying to do the whole Dark Knight Returns thing, man. That's right, all that right. was. And the yeah, about but they didn't need to do all that in one. There's stupid things in the movie. Like, okay, nobody's ever dug this self out of Bane hole, but, you know, you get your back broken, and then you get your back straightened up by this guy, old guy in a Bane hole, and you're the only one, white man, who can crawl out the Bane hole. And make right. it clean across the world and, to get back to Gotham. I mean, it, but, yeah. But think about this. But think about this. You didn't care because that movie was so good. You, <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Because of Hans fucking Zimmer and because of Hans <laughs> yeah. Zimmer and it's my it's my number two i actually had this above the avengers i don't have the avengers as high as the rest of y'all because i think they really like josh wheaton had to do a whole lot in age of ultron and Mm -hmm. it's like let me set up black panther let me set up the Mm -hmm. infinity stones and i really hate that he killed quicksilver because it's like dude what are you doing and then forcing the whole black widow hulk relationship it's like, ah, just go away. And as soon as the Russo brothers took over, it got so much better. So the benefit of why Captain America is ahead of the Avengers, because the Russo brothers directed two of them. And um, they're awesome. And they tell one complete story. So if you're watching it from beginning, the first one, it's about Bucky and Cap. And hey, this is my boy. I'm with you to the end. And their friendship and Cap wanting to be a hero and wanting to stand up for the little guy because that's what his best friend did for him. He was always inspired and encouraged by Bucky. So when the roles are reversed, he's doing that for everybody. He's leading the war effort and he's beating Nazis and he finds the Tesseract and all that good stuff. He beats down the ultimate Nazi in the Red Skull. Then in the second film, he finds that Bucky's not dead and it's this huge deal. 
And it's like a mini Avengers movie because you get these team ups with Black Widow first. And that really fleshes her character out way more than we'd seen in any other film, Iron Man 2 or the first Avengers. And it gave her this depth that was like, oh, Black Widow's kind of cool beyond just Scarlett Johansson playing the character without a Russian accent. And in Civil War, it's like it's fully come together now. Bucky's lost control and he is the catalyst for the Avengers splitting. And Cap is like, I don't care. It's my, it's my dog. I've got his back. Like he's always had mine back when we were little. And I don't care if this fractures the Avengers. And it still feels like a Cap movie, even though the Avengers just so happen to be in it for three fourths of the film. It's still right. a Cap movie. And they don't kill Cap off, which was so much better than the comic book. And it sets the way for this fraction, this split. So when you're watching Infinity War and Tony picks up the phone that Cap gave him at the end, it's like, oh, shoot, he's about to call him. We're about to get them together. Infinity War doesn't have that same depth and meaning without that the whole interaction from from Civil War. And, that, and there's no bad acting in, Civil, in any of the Cap films. It's like, man, you guys have Tommy Lee Jones. You've got, I mean, he's just sitting up there chilling. You've got Robert Redford. I mean, they've got like a wealth of Academy Award. Yeah, yeah. You don't know about that. No, he is. He's in. Um, he's in he is. Yeah, yeah. He's in the second Soldier. one. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know what, though? It they make a big game changer with what you expect as a comic book fan. Like, wait, what do you mean? Shields corroded and corrupted and evil? Oh, because Hydra. I mean, like, no one saw that coming. That was like a huge twist, and, and it actually meant something. You hit it on something that people for didn't really acting fans and definitely the older cats, older older cats that were watching this too, older than us, were watching this too. They caught it. If you're a fan of movies and acting in general, the way Robert Redford and Samuel Jackson played off each other, jeez, oh, that deserved an Oscar right there. If comic book movies weren't excluded, that right there would have been one of the greatest scenes. Period. Yeah, that was those, one of those, those movies things. that was so screwed. It's like, how, if this wasn't Captain America, if this was John, if this was uh, John Ryan, or Jack right. Ryan, this would have been an Academy Award movie. Exactly. Just, so that that's always one that's like, just. Yeah. You are absolutely right. All right, fellas, let's, see, oh, let's just hold on to it. Let's hear your dummies dummy. of the week. That's fine. Chief, you got one? Uh, dummy of the week. It's so early this week. Um, yeah. It is, well, I'm going to have to go with R. Exactly. He's the yeah, winner. And, and, and I, <laughs> how do you get locked right back up? Exactly. Just, you on bond. Yeah, listen, listen. You, that, you out on I bail. think they just, they didn't even hit him with the second charge till he got out. They was like, you know what? We're going to get you one day of freedom out here. And then we're gonna come get you again. And uh, <laughs> I think that I, I think that was foul. So they was like, "All right, we know we're gonna lock him up again. Let him make bail. Let, Let him go get interview with Gail. Let him go right. get a Big Mac and embarrass himself. We're gonna bring his stupid yeah. ass right back in here. Let him put his feet up. And as soon as we see his feet go up on the couch, <laughs> uh, yeah, come on up. Knock knock. I mean, gosh, damn, man. Uh. Like you know, like I said earlier, man, you make a speech about wanting to do for your kids and wanting to be there for your kids, <laughs> but you owe one hundred sixty thousand, 
and child support. Like, ah, oh, man. And, uh, yeah, I, man, I don't know. You know, Kells was what? At one point, it was worth, what, 50, 60 million? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Lawsuits and things and lawyer fees. I mean, right down to, I mean, with you you can't make $160,000 payment. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't get it. I mean, hell, uh, like, what are you, what are you doing? I, I don't know. So this is, this is his life now, man. Um, this is, it's a shame that it's come to this, man. It's a shame that his choices have led him to this, to this path. But, uh, I guess it is what it is, man. I guess, you know, a karma is, is a bastard. Karma is a bastard. It always comes around, boy. If you wait long enough, you know. So that's my dummy, man. Um, I feel like anybody who gets out of jail to get locked up again the next day doesn't make sense to me. And this, you know, but hell, once you walk out the, your door in the morning, what makes sense? Indeed. Jace, how about you? Yeah, I got I got to agree with uh, <laughs> Chief on that one. It's like, and 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 I, and I always say it's like, I don't like putting people in jail for child support because it it really is just like debtor prison if they don't have it, the way to the means to do this. But I I, I could have put a, set up a trust and put up some money for those kids long ago. He he didn't do that. That that was that's why that's why he's dumb because it's like man, you you could have set up your kids, and you could have you know not been the way. He, I mean, like I I didn't really jump in on like the the the, the Michael Jackson, but like him is like there's video evidence of this dude doing wrong. So yeah, it's like it's a lot harder for me not to say that was you. It's like uh, what what your choices are. You should have said Calson years ago. And now karma has found you, and I don't think there's going to be. A, I don't think that lady who put up that hundred thousand dollars is going to be able to put up another hundred thousand for you. So you're going to sit in there for a while. So he didn't yeah. get this money quick enough. Yeah. So he's yeah he's he's the dummy. Sorry, bro. Jay King, uh, R. Kelly wins it for me. You got one? Yeah, it's not going to be R. Kelly. We can beat that dead horse until we our arms, our arms get tired. Um, I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Phillies for blowing their wad on Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Um, when a guy can go through the full off season into spring training and not get the offer that he's looking for from his three hundred million dollar uh, 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 three hundred million dollar hunt and find and seek, and you are the ones week one into uh, Major League Baseball spring training opt to give it to him that that's just stupid career 249 29 homers on average 29 to 30 home runs on average yeah I, I just can't see giving that kind of guy that kind of money and here's the thing about it philly in dc i say this you can get away with batting for 249 hitting 25 to 30 home runs maybe and you know being a bit of a lightning rod and expecting to be the highest paid player in, in the history of Major League Baseball, 
and and still be regarded and loved in this town. You do that in Philly, they'll throw dog shit at your house. So I, I'm really hoping it works out for him. This is not as an angry Nets fan by any means. It's just I hope this was worth it. This looks to me like a, another uh, what's his face Miguel Cabrera situation, or even I hate to go that far, but maybe a Jawan Howard situation where. You're mortgaging your future on this guy. Yeah, yeah. So, Philly, I hope it's worth it. Well, I guess that'll do it. Fellas, thank y'all as always. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.